Courageous, Successful, and Happy isn't a goal. It's not a place to get to. It's a place to come from. I'm Tracy Oswald, and I am the High Achievers Coach, and each week we are going to get real and go deep on what's holding you back, how to face it head on so you can finally live your vision with clarity and confidence. Hey guys, how are you today? Hope you're having an awesome day, morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. Before we dive into our concepts for today, I I, I would I want to share like this experience I'm having. So I shared this on social media a couple months ago. Um, I stopped I stopped drinking a couple months ago, and when I say stop drinking, I was drinking probably having like two glasses of wine a night um, with dinner because I have an awesome husband who, when he's in town, because he travels a lot for business, he's the cook and he's the chef really in our house. And he cooks wonderful meals and I come home and he's cooking and we open a bottle of wine and have this really, like every night was this like special occasion and we would just have a really fun time eating awesome food and drinking really good wine. And I love the ceremony of drinking. I love the taste of drinking. Um, and I love just the, the feeling, you know, that buzz that, you know, that, fir- that, wa- that first tingling of warmth that like, as it slides down, you know, your insides into your belly, um, all really good feelings. But I was starting to notice, uh, that I was just having a harder time waking up. Like alcohol affects me like two glasses of wine and that's it. Like if I have a third, forget it. Like it's done lights out. So two glasses of wine, I'm feeling pretty good, but I was waking up not feeling good, like feeling like having a really bad headache and feeling groggy. And like after dinner, I wouldn't be able to do things that required concentration. I mean, not that I'm like going, like working a ton at night, but you know, at night, you know, if I would have a coaching call or if I wanted to do some things for, you know, my day job and like, or just read or whatever, I couldn't, I, I didn't have all my faculties, frankly. And I started to not like how I felt. So I stopped drinking a couple months ago and it was really, really hard. Like I just, that feeling like that. And, and the first couple of weeks I failed over and over. Like I'd be like, I, I'm not going to drink. And then five o'clock would come around and on the way home, I would swing by and get a bottle of wine and be like, oh, just this one night, like it will be fine, right? It's not going to matter. So, but after a while, I kind of got out of that phase and then I just stopped it. I wouldn't have wine for like a really long time. And, you know, since then I've had it like maybe two or three times, special occasion or when I decided to, but didn't go back to drinking it every night. So I've noticed like when I go out, when we go out with friends, like whether it's to someone's house or at dinner and I say, you know, they say, oh, you know, what are you drinking? I'm like, no, thanks. I'm not drinking. It's like really weird. Like people can't get over, like people just really want you to drink. And I'm sure I was guilty of this when I was drinking. Like the thought of not drinking at a social occasion was preposterous to me. But now being on the other side, like it's like, like I feel weird when people are like, like, come on, just have one. Like, what do you mean you're not drinking? Like they don't know what to do with me. Like I'm not, I'll just have water or I'll just have whatever, diet soda, whatever, or juice or whatever. 
So I don't know if you guys have had that experience. I would love to, you know, hit me up. You know, you guys know my favorite platform is LinkedIn. Message me, on, message me on LinkedIn, or you can DM me on Instagram. Those are the only two platforms I really play on. Or you can email me at to at tracyalshold.com. I would, if you have this experience, I would just love to learn if there's any better ways that you guys handle it that I can learn from because I feel super awkward. I mean, I'm not really sure what to say. So that's like my story and I would love your help. So if you can help me, awesome. Okay, today we are talking about two concepts. Um, the high achievers threshold is one and the success wall is the second one. And these are concepts that I came up with that I designed after working with so many high achievers and I saw these things play out over and over and they, I started to see themes that I was able to create concepts around because they also meshed so well with my own experiences and how they unfolded for me over and over. They kind of work hand in hand and, and they're both usually triggered when your brain gives you, as a high achiever, when your brain gives you this new challenge or this new idea that you're like really super excited about because you love creating new things and taking on new challenges. So you're humming along, you're working, you're doing your thing, and you hear your inner voice pipe up, gives you this really cool idea, or maybe even reminds you of the really cool idea you had three years ago that you've been avoiding thinking about, hint, hint. Um, and you think, okay, I'm going to try this. It's not too far outside my wheelhouse, but it's still going to be a challenge. And I kind of think I can do it. And like you want to up-level, right? Because high achievers always want to up-level. So you sit down, you caref carefully craft your plan. And, you know, we know, and we've talked about this before on the show, the high achievers, super good at plans, right? Color coding Google Sheets, Trello, Asana, whatever you use. You are the master plan maker bar none. I get it. Um, and I get such a high at this stage of the project, don't you? Like, don't you get like a really big high when you're imagining and dreaming and creating and visualizing things so big that you can feel them, but yet, and yet they have this incredible depth and detail. Like it's better than, it's better than wine, right? Um, but you're still on that high flying feeling, right? So as you're sitting down to, to really look at how you're going to do this new work, maybe on top of the work and life that you already currently have. So whether you create a calendar where you, I don't know, block off time to work on your new project or, you know, you might set aside time early in the morning. I know that's when I'm at my personal best, like catch me at 4.30 in the morning. I've like have my coffee, my Dunkin' Donuts coffee brewing in the background. Um, I am masterful at that time of day. And like getting up and, you know, maybe getting up earlier, an hour earlier, you know, is, is feasible for you, right? You know, maybe cutting back on an hour's sleep is nothing compared to your vision of creating this really great big new thing. Maybe you want to work on this project during your lunch. Well, you never really leave your desk anyway, right? And maybe two or three nights a week, you block out a couple hours after dinner when you could get stuff done. Maybe after, if you have kids, maybe after the kids are in bed or, you know, after you walk your dogs or whatever your, your nighttime responsibilities and rituals are. Like you don't really need to go to book club, right? Or to go to the gym, right? This is way more important at this stage. You get, you get where I'm going with this. So you sit back and like you marvel at what you've created, right? For that golden few hours after, you actually believe you're going to follow this schedule. Like getting up an hour early, working through lunch, staying late. You think you're going to follow this to a T. You're going to suck it up, be, the, like, be disciplined this time, 
and make it happen. And like, you guys know this feeling so well. And I'm like, feel, I have all these feelings as I'm, you know, talking about this because I've been there so freaking many times. Guess what? You have just hit the high achievers threshold. The high achievers threshold is the exact point where we think we can get to that next level of success by working harder, by working more hours, by sacrificing time with family and friends, by letting self-care slide, by scheduling or over-scheduling ourselves within an inch of our lives so that our calendars are this one long time block from 4.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. every single day. Guess what? Guys, you cannot get there from here. You can't get to that next level with more and harder work. I repeat, you cannot get to that next level of your success with more and harder work. And I know that this concept sounds so counterintuitive, right? Because what the hard work has gotten you where you are now. But I also know that somewhere deep inside of you, what I'm saying right now resonates with you. Like part of you wants to like hit me over the head and part of you knows that what I'm saying is absolutely true. You feel it as truth. And here's how I experienced this, where how I crashed and burned in a big way. About, I don't know, like a year and a half ago, I was sailing along, you know, working in my corporate role. At the time, I was a VP of business enablement. My teams were the training teams and the sales ops teams. And I also had my private coaching practice, right? Life was great, like living life. It was awesome. And so I had this really great idea that I wanted to launch a video course for my coaching practice. And like I just described to you, I was in heaven, created my plan, broke it down into steps, you know the drill. And, I, and then I sat down and got to work. And I started doing all the things that, you know, we already talked about, that I've seen so many high achievers do, and especially high achieving women. Love you guys out there, but high achieving women, this is what you do. You, you sacrifice everything to do your thing. So I, this is what I did. I work up, woke up at 4.30. And now guys, I normally do wake up at 4.30, but I usually like have a a cup of coffee. I do some writing, like relaxing stuff before either I go to yoga or work out or just take a shower and go to work. I just wake up at 4.30. That's what I do. But I changed I changed um, the relaxing and easy work that I used to do to work on the course. I would work on it after dinner. I worked on it on the weekends. I was freaking focused, you guys. I was working hard, 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 hard. And that was exactly my problem. Because when we overfocus and we want or need something so bad, it actually creates this resistance to the thing we're trying to create because the kind of mindset and creativity we need to allow our best work to flow from is not the kind of mindset and, and creativity we create when we want and need something and overfocus so bad. It's, it's not going to happen from that place. It's not the kind of energy we need for it to happen or manifest. So we cannot up-level and create incredible results with more and harder work. And I'm going to keep hitting you over the heads with this, guys, because we keep doing it. You keep doing it. You know you do. So what happened with me with this video course was like I was so excited by my plan, of course, that I told everyone who would listen to me about it and that I was doing it and then when it was going to launch, it was going to be so great. 
And my initial thought was, this feels great. I can totally do it, right? And this this thought, you guys, this first thought that you have when you sit down to do your plan, that is the first building block in our success wall, which is concept number two. Concept number one, high achievers threshold. We hit it when we start thinking we can do and doing more and harder work to get different results. That's concept number one. Concept number two is our successful success wall that we build with our thoughts. So it's a series of escalating thoughts that you have about this new and exciting project that start to stack one on top of the other like bricks, higher and higher. And I'm doing this motion with my hands as if you guys can see it. I know you can't see it, but it just makes me feel better and I can't help myself. And it starts to stack together on top of each other like bricks, higher and higher and higher. And the problem is that you're on one side of the wall that you're creating and the thing that you're trying to create, the success that you want is on the other side. And the escalating thoughts that we allow our brains to give us and that we accept as truth build this wall between where we are and the success that we want. And so my success wall was built with the following thoughts. And you might resonate with some of these. Let me know if you do. Number one, I can do this. This feels great. I felt on top of the world. It was awesome. The second thought I had after a few days of, you know, putting in extra hours following my new schedule was that this feels challenging, but I still got it, right? I was still feeling good, but I was starting to feel the effects of harder work and more hours. The next thought in my success wall that I was building, the next brick was, this is getting hard. <laughs> around Because around one, week, one weekend, I was feeling really tired. And I was still partly excited, but I was also really starting to feel the effects of lost sleep, less time relaxing and unwinding and recharging, and it was feeling less fun to do the work. You know exactly the point when this happens to you guys. So that thought was, this is getting hard. And you know the next thought that comes, because no thought, no good thought's going to come after this is getting hard, right? (laughs) Like, let's be real. My helpful brain served me this thought. You know, like with, it's like my brain had its hand on its hip, its hip. You know, the last time you tried to do this or something like this, you failed. And oh, this is the thought. This is one of the thoughts that our brain loves to give us, especially high achievers. The alerts start sounding, right? This, that this could lead to failure. The red lights are flashing and failure is something that high achievers avoid at any cost because like we might get our high achiever card revoked if they, air quotes, find out we failed at something. The fifth thought in my success wall, the fifth brick that I was building between me and my success was, and it's the zinger that starts us to spiral and devolve, you know, other women just like you have done something just like this. What's wrong with you? Why can't you seem to pull this off? Oh, it's like the arrow in your heart, right? Yet our brains give us this thought. That was the fifth thought in my success wall. It's getting higher now. I probably could hurdle it before. Now I'm going to have to sweat and try to climb over it. The sixth thought, the next thought up was, this is what my brain told me, in all caps, it's usually in all caps, this thought, this is taking too long because I wanted it and I wanted it now, just like all of you, right? High achievers are used to success fast and when they want it. You know what I'm talking about. We're used to getting results and creating results fast. And and it's just the ironic thing is, you guys, 
that it's because we are working so hard and feeling so focused and sacrificing all the joy in pursuit of the goal is exactly the reason it's taking so long. Lucky thought number seven in my success wall, and this thought, this thought causes us to double down in a really big way because our mind tells us that obviously we're not working hard enough, right? Of course that's what it is. My brain said, duh, Tracy, you're not working hard enough. And my brain likes that thought because you know what our brains like to do. They like to remind us or trick us into believing that the outcome of our results are in equal proportion to the hard work and hours and effort we put in. That's a big lie. Society, culture says that we have to put our noses to the grindstones, right? Burn the midnight oil. They say that nothing in life comes easy. Nothing in life worth having comes easy. They are wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. The eighth thought in my success wall. I'm going to have to like, what is it? The javelin? It's not the javelin. It's like, when do you like run with the big, in the Olympics with the big, you know, you know, long stick, pole vault, pole vaulting. I'm going to have to pole vault over the success wall to get my success, success at this point. So the thought was, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. Ugh. Followed quickly by, and I love this one. This must be a sign that it's not meant for me, right? Like, you, you know, this is like the best justification, right? We've all, we all tell ourselves this thought because it, it lets us off the hook. And, and it's the big shame. And what I want you guys to get about this thought is that we're, we're just letting ourselves off the hook of the way we're trying to accomplish the goal, not the goal itself. Because the desire for this thing, when you really want something and you know the things that I'm talking about that you really want, that you've been trying to get by working hard, that never, the desires don't ever go away. We just bury them under these excuses and this hard work that we think we need to do. And so the last, the finale in the show, <laughs> the last thought in my success wall, guaranteeing I'm never going to, you know, jump over it was simply two words. I quit. And I quit. You guys, I quit right before the freaking finish line. I had not only written all the videos, I had recorded them. I had paid for editing. I'd written all the worksheets. I had a graphic artist create the logos for the theme. I mean, it was a big concept. Everything was done and ready to go. And I never launched. What? Why, you ask? I hated the end product. It wasn't good work. And, and I know some of you might be thinking, oh, well, that's your perfectionist, right? Rearing its ugly head. I promise you, it was not my perfectionista. And that's what I call her. My perfectionista was not rearing her ugly head. I assure you, the work was not good. Why? Because I had hated the entire process. I didn't have any fun at all through any of it since I sat down and did my grand scheme imagining of this wonderful thing, because I was powering through. I was muscling my way through recordings. And it showed up through the, in the finished work, you know, and especially you video creators out there, when you're not at the top of your game in video, it shows you can say the right words, you can have the smile on your face, but the energy in that's coming out of you is wrong. 
and it was so wrong. Yes, I, I had taken massive action on a consistent basis to create this. Like I buckled down, but it, wa- it wasn't inspired action. It never felt like I had any momentum, momentum or flow, right? I was, I was never riding that high. You know that feeling that you sometimes get when you're like in that flow state, when you're really enjoying what you're doing. And sometimes it could be pleasurable things that don't have to do with air quotes work. Or sometimes you like, I'm in work, I'm in flow a lot during my work. Like I never achieved that flow with this project. And the kicker is that that's the only place you can come from to create good work, to create success, that feeling of ease of flow, of creativity, and happiness. That's the exact state that's going to allow you to create the success that you're looking for. It's not the place to try and get to after you achieve the goal. Like, and I, and, and I want to, my caveat here is like, yes, I could have launched and you like, some people would have bought it or whatever. So yes, you can create work by muscling through. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking to my high achievers who want to get to that next level. So you, you, I just want to make sure I point out that distinction. So I never launched and it was, it was really embarrassing on, on a lot of levels because people, because I had done such a great job telling everyone I was launching, people were asking me, hey, when's your course coming out? The course that you were so excited about a few short months ago, like when is that launching? And I had to tell them that it wasn't. And it was like a, this big fat public failure. Not to mention all the time and all the money I spent on it. And it was a really hard time for me. And I kind of crashed and burned for a couple of weeks after that. And the kicker here, guys, is, and this is in all caps as I'm saying to this, saying you saying this to you, I coach people on this exact thing. I am highly aware of the high achievers threshold because I am the creator of it. But I still couldn't see it. Like I was in my shit. So my brain was telling me at the end of this, after I had this big fat public failure, that not only was I a big fat public failure as a video creator launcher, I was a big fat failure as a coach because I couldn't even coach my own damn self. <laughs> I mean, you guys, how, how many planes can one fail on? A lot, apparently. So because it's because I had bumped up against the high achievers threshold, fell right into its trap. I never saw it. Because that's how I live most of my life. So even though I had this hyper awareness of what it was, I created it, I coached on it. I'd spent most of my my life working hard and getting stuff done as a high achiever. And habits are hard to break. We know this. Hard work had had served me so well. It got me most of the success, success I already had. But there is that point in the threshold, in the high achiever's life, where more of the same, not only... It like not only doesn't allow you to up level, it actually erodes some of the success you've already achieved. I will argue that. And if this sounds and feels like you, the most important thing you can do is recognize it. Be aware. Be open to rooting it out. And just take a breath for a while and sit with the knowing of it. And then stop it. Cut it out. Stop doing it. Which you guys, I know is scary because then what do you do? How do you get there if you can't get there all the ways you've always gotten there? 
And I don't know, I would be lying if I told you it was easy and simple and that I have like this three-step process for you to create your new path and this new way of breaking through the high achievers threshold. I don't, I don't have an easy three-step plan. And it's the number one reason I started this podcast because I'm still on this journey with it. And I want you to come with me on this journey if you resonate with it so we can keep each other in check because me talking about it helps me stay out of it. And hopefully you hearing it will help you stay out of it. And maybe you can tell a friend about it, whether you turn them onto the podcast, that would be super awesome. Or even if you t- teach them yourself, that would that's great too, because more of us has to hear it. So if I don't have a three-step process, like what am I trying to teach in this, in this episode? So here's, here's a thought that came to me when I was thinking like, how am I go, how do I want to think about when I, when I feel myself bumping up the high achievers threshold and I, my instinct is, my, all of my instinct is screaming at me, Tracy, just do more and harder work and muscle through. I want you to think about, you know, this, you know, Seinfeld episode where George Costanza thinks like his life is going so bad that and every decision he ever made was wrong, that he's going to do opposite of every decision he ever made and opposite of every instinct he ever had. I want you to be like George Costanza and do the opposite against every instinct you've ever had around hard work, muscling through, hustling, grind, and efforting, I want you to not put anything on your calendar about this thing you want to create. I don't, I, like, I know, I know you, I know it's, it's hard. Just bear with me. I'll even go so far as to tell you to like, take a couple things that you're already doing that don't have anything to do with this off your calendar. Make room for nothing. Make room for ease, for allowing, for being, for appreciating, for appreciating everything you have and enjoying it and feeling really good about it. Because guys, it's in those spaces, those spaces in between that you're going to attract the most incredible ideas about ways you can get to that success that you want. It's It's like shortcuts and pathways are going to start opening up right in front of you. You're going to start to meet people that can help you. People actually literally start showing up just to help you with this thing you want to create. I promise you. I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. You're going to find yourself getting inspiration on a random Tuesday afternoon with a thought about or an inspired action you can take or a connection that will like propel you into your your project into into reality giving it legs and wings and bringing it into existence with not only speed but with ease but none of this is going to happen the the speed and ease that will will not happen if you're overscheduled overworked stressed out grinding it out efforting hustling it just doesn't happen that way. Some work does happen that way. A lot of the work you've done in the past did happen that way. But we know as high achievers, you're up-leveling your life, this new project, this new way you want to live. You cannot get there with more and harder work. It's really allowing those empty spaces to allow shortcuts, pathways, flow, and ease, and really good inspired ideas from which you can take action. 
that don't feel like work, that feel like, oh my God, of course I'm going to do this. This is the best idea I've ever had. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm going to call this person. Duh. And you call the person and the person picks up on the second ring and is like so excited to hear you, your voice. You tell them what you're thinking about and they're like, oh my God, I was, I want a project just like that right now. I was just thinking about it. You know, those, those serendipitous moments come when we allow them. And that is the work this week, guys. It's less work. It's anti-work. Guys, I love you. I want you to chill out. Give your ideas space to breathe. Take stuff off your calendar. Appreciate and allow. And I will talk with you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Courageous, Successful, and Happy. It's not a place to get to. It is a place to come from. Listen, if you love what you're hearing, head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is so appreciated. And I will talk to you guys next week.